Welcome to Point of Relation with Thomas Hubel, a podcast that illuminates the path to collective healing at the intersection of science and mysticism. In his conversations with visionaries, innovators, artists, and healers, Thomas invites guests into a relational experience that allows inspiration and innovation to emerge. This is the Point of Relation. Welcome to the Point of Relation. My name is Thomas Hugo, and today I want to explore with you um, how trauma and stress in our life, and maybe stress and tension in our life are connected, and maybe a little bit how we can work through that. But let's first um, understand a little bit that, that the correlation between my current experience, so when I get really stressed, when I'm in difficult situations, when I become reactive, it looks like there's a charge in me or there's a tension in me. And I'm kind of overreacting given the current situation. But for me, the current situation really uh, is disturbing. And then when we begin to explore that, we see, wow, actually there's much more charge in me than certain situations when I'm reactive really demand of me. So that charge is not connected to that situation, and often it's repetitive. Another person with a similar um, character or with a similar, similar personality or another situation triggers similar feelings and similar stress in me again. So I notice that I am in a repetitive pattern, and that's exactly what trauma creates, because trauma is an overwhelming or the... The experience that we have is overwhelming, and the trauma response is the my inner answer to that. And my inner answer to an overwhelming experience is a lot of stress, and often so much stress that we cannot uh, digest it and we shut down a part of ourselves. So we notice actually that we are really stressed when we feel a high level of stress, which means also like the fight and flight mechanism in ourselves. And, but we also notice when we are stressed, when we are numb. So some people, when they are stressed, they actually become indifferent. They become numb. They don't participate anymore. They feel distant. But that's also a sign of stress. And often that part of stress comes with a lot of tension in the body because in order to shut down stress, we need to contract. So all the places in our body that where we feel tension or where we feel tight, all of that is actually undigested past, undigested stress, undigested emotional experience, undigested trauma. So when people say, oh, I have a tight neck, or my solar plexus is tight, or my legs are tight, or my belly is tight, I, my chest is tight, we, we notice that there is unspoken, unexperienced past showing up in us now. We might be very open and in a lovely conversation with somebody, and the person says something, or somebody says something in a team meeting to us, and, and then we feel, oh, I feel a tight throat, I don't know how to respond, I feel a tight heart, I feel a bit distant. So who tightened the chest? 
who tightened the throat, who tightened the muscle, muscles of my neck or my lower back, that now I feel tense or I feel some pain. Often we don't know. Because that tension lives in the past. We often say, oh, I feel tight now. But what we actually experience is that the past is showing up in that moment. And it's like when you see a movie and then you see a commercial on top of your movie. So you go to the cinema, you watch a movie, and after one hour in the movie, you see commercials on your movie. So you can't really differentiate what's the commercial and what's the movie. That's how we feel in difficult moments. The past is the commercial on top of the current experience. So we are afraid, we feel ashamed, we feel angry, we feel sad, we feel numb and disconnected, and we can't properly respond to what's happening right now. And that's an inner state that many people experience, sometimes every day. And so I can become aware of when that starts to happen in myself, when I, I feel that dysregulated, overstressed, often traumatic stress is coming up in those moments, and I can learn to slowly self-regulate or regulate my nervous system better by first creating awareness, then maybe having a practice like connecting to my breath, connecting to my body, feeling the parts of my body where I feel usually pleasant and grounded and well, and I feel some streaming or tingling or aliveness. And, and then I learn to use my breath, the regulation function. So when I breathe, I connect to my breath. I feel the breath in my body. I begin to slow down my exhalations a bit. When I slow down my exhalations, I can feel my body more. And then I can feel my body and the stress. And if I identify how stress shows up in me, some people become restless. Some people need to go all the time to the phone or do something that doesn't allow them to relax. Some people, when, when we sit down and we want to be quiet, we overthink all the time. So overthinking is a sign of stress. Some people try to quieten their mind when they think too much, when actually we need to get access to the stress in our bodies to calm our minds. And, and, and we need to learn in, in moments that are easier or in practice moments, why do we practice to build resources for the moments where we need those resources when it's more difficult? So I need a regular practice to get to know my body from inside to feel that my body feels pleasant and to enjoy the pleasant parts of my body and to enjoy sitting. And even when we look at it, enjoyment, like enjoying a nice sunset. You cannot enjoy a sunset when you're completely busy inside with all the mails that you didn't write, all the phone calls that you didn't make, everything that hasn't happened, or everything that happened that bothered you. You can't enjoy. In order to enjoy, we need to have a certain level of regulation that I can sit, even on a very busy day, I sit and I have five minutes, a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, and I'm just enjoying the moment. I'm sitting in a coffee shop 
I enjoy the scenery, I enjoy the moment, I enjoy my body, I enjoy the air, or I enjoy the birds sing. And, and I'm absorbing more and more of my, the richness of my experience. And that's deeply recharging. And that's deeply joyful. When you have a, when you experience a beautiful sunset, the sunset is beautiful because you are there. But when we are really busy with ourselves, so when we don't feel good inside, the sunset is also there. But also there means we are not fully present. We are absorbed in our past. And that's not good or bad, because, you know, what does trauma say? Trauma says, here, in space and time, in the traumatic moment, here in space and time, it's not good for me. And really strongly overwhelming, painful experiences happen here in space and time, it's not good for us. So dispersing space and time, being somewhere else, or being in the past or in the future, is better than being in the present moment. So that's a very important defense mechanism. Trauma is a very, in, the trauma response is a very intelligent function. It saves us in deeply overwhelming moments. And it has sometimes severe side effects. So, when we are, um, when we get to know ourselves, sometimes we judge ourselves for not being present versus um, bringing more attention to the intelligence of not being present. And then we begin to notice the symptoms, like the overthinking, constantly being in the future, trying to control outcomes trying to figure out all the possibilities that can happen. And then I see, wow, a lot of that is based on stress, running too fast, or being too slow means to, to be detached, but in a way of numbness, of dissociation, in a way of distancing oneself from the world, being indifferent. And so being overstressed or being overstressed through um, numbness or tension in the body are both signs that I'm not synchronized with my, with the original movement of my life. And both create side effects. Pushing life too much creates side effects and resisting or, or slowing down life creates side effects. Like when you put your hand in the river and you go as fast as the river flow flows, you, you don't feel any pressure, not on this side of your hand and not on the other side of your hand. But if you push the water, you feel pressure, and if you resist the water flow, you also feel pressure. That's what the Tao Te Ching calls Wu Wei. Non-action is to be as fast as the river. It doesn't mean that we don't do anything, we just don't push and we don't resist life. We are in the movement of life. And that's what many people call a flow state. 
And when, when, li when our life flows, we're usually happy. Why? Because we feel as a part of life. In a flow state, I don't feel separate. In a flow state, I am an integral part of life. I'm not just looking at life. I'm in life. When we, when we see sports teams in flow states, then their performance is much higher. Why? Because many players share a flow state. It's a collective flow state. And so in order to transform the stress and the tension, how do we work with tension in the body? We get to know our tension patterns first. So we first step is to create awareness. We get to know our stress levels, awareness. So I pay attention and I get stress and I don't judge it. And I pay attention with situations I become reactive in or become triggered or are difficult or I get really stressed and um, overcharged and and then or overactivated. And then um, I begin to get to know my resources. What are my resources? Those are the parts of myself that I feel well. These are people in my life that I feel safe with. These are situations or aspects in my life I like and I feel connected to. This can be nature, this can be music, this can be other things, art. Anything that resources me is, this, is my capacity to down-regulate stress. So I need some land, resources, to also partly stand on kind of shaky ground because I don't fully drown in the shaky ground. So actually I learned through my practice to feel my body. We call this also the three sync meditation in our practice, which means it starts with our breath, the short screenshot of my inner experience. And then I go take some breath, I connect to my body. Every time I exhale, I feel my body a bit more and I search for the pleasant, grounded, open parts of my body. I notice where I feel liveliness, where I feel energy streaming, flowing. And then I, once I, I feel that well, I can say, okay, what's my current stress level? And then I feel both the parts where I'm grounded and my stress. It's possible. I slow down a bit my exhalation. I ground my stress, like as electricity or activation grounds itself in soil. Groundedness. And I stay with this a minute or a minute or two. And I allow the activation to slowly come down. I feel more in the space and I can check in with my emotional state. What's my emotional state? Maybe I'm a bit joyful, maybe I'm a bit anxious, maybe I'm a bit sad, a bit bubbly. Or maybe I cannot tell and then I notice, oh, I actually don't feel my emotional experience. 
and I noticed that uh, there's a bit of numbness, and I wonder that. Don't try to fix it. Not to say. Then I can see how much the activity of my mind. Very active, tight, open, calm. When I notice that which is aware of all those experiences, I notice the awareness of body sensation, emotions, thoughts. Here's some in a space that I have to witness my experience. And so as I get to know my inner world, and if I do it every day for 5, 10, 15 minutes, to, and sometimes also for a minute throughout the day, like a minute practice a few times a day that I can do anywhere, I get to know my inner world more. And that helps me to learn to regulate my stress, which the more I do it, the more my nervous system grows the capacity. And it also, the same is true for tension, that when I feel tension, I can feel the areas that are tight. And then I go, okay, is there any emotion? And often we see, no, I don't feel any emotion. So then I learn to honor that in those areas, I'm also a bit numb. I don't feel myself, which means in that area, there is some overwhelm. If I don't see that as a dysfunction, but as a function of something, that my body was able to manage stressful or overwhelming situations, or maybe also as a child, I went through overwhelming moments and tightening up was the way to regulate myself because everything else was too much. And now I learned to compassionately and lovingly begin to relate to those areas in myself and and slowly turn tension into emotion. Tension into emotion or felt stress and emotion and begin to digest those. And the more I, I do that, I, be, I will feel that my body becomes a bit more fluid, more open, and, and I become, and I also have more space inside. So I hope this is a short journey. Of course, there's so much more to say about that. And if also if that's interesting to you, you can also check out my new book that's coming out on September 12th. It's called Attuned, with many practices, but also like a deeper exploration of the topic of attunement, relationships, the healing power of relationships, trauma, stress, and how we can create the world where we can heal together. And um, so thank you for listening to The Point of Relation, my podcast, and uh, I see you soon. Thanks for listening to Point of Relation with Thomas Hubel. Stay connected by visiting our website, pointofrelationpodcast.com, and by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a positive rating and review and share about us with your community on social media. Thank you. We appreciate your support.